Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon. What is up? Welcome into Sports Call. I am Brooks Childress, sitting in the driver's seat this afternoon for J.J. Jackson. He is currently preparing to head down to Smith Station for some softball action tonight. I'm joined in studio this afternoon by Brant Daughtry and Luke Flurry. We're going to have a great show for you this afternoon. As I said, it is J.J. Jackson not here. He is off uh, getting ready and going to head down to Smith Station for some softball action tonight. And because of softball action tonight, it is a shortened sports call today. We will only be on the air till about 4.30 this afternoon. Right here on Tiger 95.9 after we get off the air, you'll hear Kim Berry and Barry Blanchard bring you Beauregard High School softball as they take on the Auburn High Tigers. And then Smith Station will take on the Pike Road Patriots. J.J. Jackson and Braden Gentry will have the call for that one over on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9 at the same time. First pitches for both of those games are set for 5 o'clock this evening. So we will get off the air at about 4.30 this afternoon. we got a great show for you today. A lot of stuff to talk about. Ronald Acuna Jr. is back with the Atlanta Braves. Got a call, a FaceTime actually, about 1 a.m. last night, Eastern Time, asking if he wanted to play right field for the Atlanta Braves tonight. Uh, and it is apparently he jumped up and celebrated and was cheering. And I think that's how Braves country felt when they woke up this morning to the notification that said Ronald Acuna Jr. is returning to the Braves tonight. Also, what's happening tonight, the NFL Draft. Everyone has their eyes on that. Where will Auburn Tigers go? Will Roger McCreary's hear his name called tonight, or will we have to wait to hear Auburn Tigers' names starting tomorrow night in the draft? Where will the Atlanta Falcons go? There's been a lot of rumors swirling about what they're going to do. Some people saying they want to take a quarter. I say some people. The GM saying uh, yesterday or the day before that they were expecting to come out of this draft with a quarterback. Could it be tonight? Could it be a Malik Willis or a Kenny Pickett tonight in the first round? Or could it be later in the draft taking someone that's just going to serve as kind of a backup to Mariota this year? We will dive into all that and talk about all that. Also on the show this afternoon, we have for birthdays and sports coming up in just a little bit. At the top of the second hour, about that time, we will get to a monthly predictions update. And, of course, we'll finish out the show with a nightly TV guide. I am Brooks Childress, as I said moments ago. I'm having a great day. Joined by Luke Flurry and Brant Daughtry. Luke! How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good so far. You know, today is the last day in the station, which means last time on the show. We're going to cry? This is like my sixth <laughs> time on the show, I think. But it's been it's been fun so far. I have um, a little three-month internship here from Auburn High School. Um, but, yeah, tonight, NFL drafts. Really interesting how that goes. I've always... I've always liked NBA more than NFL. When it comes to drafting, I've always liked the NFL draft more than the NBA draft. I don't know why. I think it's just I like college football more. Yeah. But NFL draft tonight, I'm really interested to see what the Falcons are going to do with the eighth pick. Will they go receiver? Will they go defense? And like you said, I wouldn't mind walking away the draft with like a second, third round pick quarterback, someone like maybe Sam Howell or Desmond Ritter. 
Um, but besides that, NBA playoffs, there's that's still going on. The Hawks yep. are out, but I'm still watching. Um, got three three good games on tonight, but I probably won't be watching those because of the draft. Um, but besides that, doing good. Brant, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing good. I'm I'm like Luke. I'm I'm excited to see the uh, what the the Falcons do tonight. Got the eight, eighth overall pick and. Well, there's no shortage of needs, so uh, hopefully they can come up, come away with somebody that they, uh, somebody that can contribute for a couple of years uh, and be a really good player for the Falcons. And you know, and like you said, we're, we're sad to see Luke go. He's been great for us. He's helped us out a lot here, and uh, you know, not just on the show, but uh, do, doing, uh, frankly, doing some busy work for for me and for JJ. And the you know, he, he's done great, and uh, we're we're sad to see him go, but happy that uh. He, he hopefully had a good time here and um you know it's you got more nba playoff action tonight and ronald acuna my goodness i i've kind of stopped watching the draft because everything i need to know, know about the nfl draft i can get on social media after the fact but uh i was still very excited to see what see what all the teams do still excited to see who goes number one but tonight i'm going to be watching ronald acuna play for the atlanta braves uh, I, i'm so excited to see I don't, I don't know why, but I've recently started calling him the tilde because he's got the, the accent mark over the N in his last name, which makes it an, a nya sound instead of a na sound. So, um, Some people haven't grasped that yet. No. There's some people that say it's Ronald Acuna Jr. Acuna. His name is not Acuna. It is Acuna. Um, but we all know that because we're smart, and that's why we have jobs like this, where we talk into microphones. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm smart, but... Anyway, we took Spanish in high school. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, very, very excited to see what Ronnie does. He's leading off again, which is where he belongs. Gosh darn it! And uh, very, very excited for for all that's going on tonight. My uh, my heart is happy to see Ronald Acuna in a Braves uniform again. So, like we said, shortened show for you today. We got Beauregard High School softball coming up against the Auburn High Tigers right after we are done. And so we'll get off the air about 4.30 this afternoon for that game. First pitch set for 5 o'clock. So get your calls in early and often at 334-887-341 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. As you mentioned, Brant, big news of the day in, around this these parts is Ronald Acuna Jr. rejoining the Atlanta Braves about a week prior to what they were expecting the timeline to be. Uh, he was still working in AAA Gwinnett with uh, with the Gwinnett Stripers, and they had planned initially to wait until May to get him back into the lineup. But to the Atlanta Braves pulling the trigger, and it, it's kind of I'm, I'm not going to say it's fully surprising because you saw Ronald Cunha come back and he's he played he rather was well, raking at, in Gwinnett he, for sure. He's played rather well in his time at Gwinnett to start uh, his, to do his rehab here, but. Throughout all of spring training and everything, reporters would continue to ask uh, Alex Anthropolis, also continue to ask Brian uh, Snitker what the plan was with Acuna, and they were all continued continued to say the same thing, that they were going to take it slow, not rushing back and everything. But apparently, you know, you go through those first few uh, couple weeks with Gwinnett and you see stuff that you like, you see uh, you, you like how he's progressed. And so you, you pull him back and you call him back up and he will be leading off for the Atlanta Braves tonight against the Chicago Cubs. The Braves trying to win the series against the Cubs tonight. Split or So far, have split the first two games. Won the first game on Tuesday night. Last night, dropped an extra innings affair to the Cubs uh, in 10 innings last night. So it's evened up at one apiece. They'll try to win the series tonight. Uh, Alex Dickerson 
has been designated for assignment, the outfielder for the Atlanta Braves, to make room on the roster for Ronald Acuna Jr. So we will see what happens to Dickerson if he gets picked up by another team and the Braves are able to make a little deal there or if he just hits waivers and is out on the free market for the rest of the year. Um, Dickerson wasn't a bad player. Not at all. Uh, but it's he's not Ronald Acuna Jr. No, well, very few are. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for for Dickerson that he got this shot, that uh, that he was able to start in the major leagues for a couple of weeks. And I, I think the Braves can get something for him. I think that he's got a good shot to be a halfway decent player. Um, he can find a starting spot somewhere. It's not going to be with the Braves because the Braves are pretty set in the outfield. They've got a really good outfield even with Eddie Rosario down right now. But, uh, you know, I, I hope that he has – I hope that he finds success. I hope the Braves can get something for him and, you know, th- thank you for your service. But we're going to go back to – if not the best player in Major League Baseball, you know he's in the top five. If and that may be, you mentioned it there briefly. Uh, Rosario is going to be out eight to twelve weeks, is what the expected uh, timetable for him is to return uh, from the LASIK surgery that he's going to have on his eye to repair his uh, swollen retina. Uh, that may be one of the reasons that they decided to pull the trigger a little bit early on Ronald Acuna Jr. to bring him back because you just dropped an outfielder, you dropped a starting outfielder, you dropped the uh, World Series MVP outfielder. Or NLCS MVP. Which one was he? Was he NLCS? Rosario MVP? was NLCS. Yeah. NLCS and MVP. Solaire Solaire was, was World yeah. Series MVP. But you drop a, a post one of the best players you had in the postseason last year, and so that may be one of the big reasons why uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is coming back so early. Well, I say so early, only about a week early uh, than what was originally planned because you dropped an outfielder and you need kind of you kind of need some help there and then that outfield positions. Uh, we've seen that all year long where you've had some struggles with some of the outfielders. And I think that this, you know, as long as Acuna is going to be at a good level to play, and I think that they would not rush him back. If not, I think they would be able to find a right. some sort of patchwork deal with another uh, AAA guy or someone uh, in that outfield if he was not ready to go. But the Braves feel that Ronald Acuna is ready for the big show once again. Coming off that knee, that gruesome knee injury uh, last year in Miami, so he will come in tonight. And the plan right now is to play him a little bit in the outfield, but also have him DH a little bit to get get him back really? into that. And that's what I uh, that's what I read this morning from okay. ESPN uh, that the, they're going to play him in the outfield and right field. Yeah. Obviously, he's he's starting in the right he's starting in right field tonight, but he's not going to do it every single day. They're going to give okay. him a couple quote days off where he just swings the bat. Okay. and DHs. I'm a totally bit. fine with that. And so that, I think that's a good plan. Um, Luke, what are your thoughts on Acuna's return? Well, usually I'm not in the Braves boat like everyone else here. I usually do, I, I haven't really followed MLB that much. I don't, like, how are the Braves doing this year so far? Uh, below 500, yeah, have you not won a series They're yet. hovering close to 500. Have uh, yet to win a series. Like I've said before on the show, I've, I usually follow the Blue Jays just because. I got gotcha. you. Nostalgic from my first MLB right, game. Right, right. So I've been following the Blue Jays. They've been doing pretty good so far, though. But yeah, Cunha coming back huge for the Braves. One of the best players in baseball. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably see what's going on there later tonight. And a th- another thing, you know, you think about you look at Major League Baseball. A lot of people have brought up, especially this week, uh, it's been brought up about the baseballs again. And you're really going to see how Cunha's bat is affected by the 
new baseballs or whatever's happening with the baseballs. The unchanged is. by anyone, still the exact same baseballs that the base that MLB has used for years. All right, Rob. Nothing Manfred. has changed. All right, Rob Manfred. Yeah, no, uh, bite me. That's going to be a good subplot to see how Acuna's bat goes up against those baseballs to see if he can continue that power. And I, I don't think you may know that until you get him a few games at bats, yeah. get him back repped into uh, against some major league pitching. But Ronald Acuna Jr. makes his return to the lineup of the Atlanta Braves tonight. I hope he sees one pitch and just hits it 470. I think it would have been very poetic if he was to come back against the the uh, the Marlins. Yeah. Because <laughs> against, of, uh, who, who was it? Julio Arias? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, not just because he got hurt against the Marlins, but because of the history that's there between Acuna and the Marlins. I think that would have been very poetic. But get Ronald Acuna Jr. back tonight. Try to win the series against the Cubs. Will the Atlanta Braves and this will try to win their first ever series of the year? They've yet to win a series split with the with the Reds to start the season, but have dropped every other series since. Acuna will try to help right that ship. We'll take our first break of the hour when we return. Birthdays in sports and your phone calls right after this. for another way to listen to our show be sure to download the tiger communications app and listen to sports call wherever you go this is jake crane host of the jay boy show and you are listening to the abby award-winning sports call on on a Thursday afternoon. I'm Brooks Childress sitting in the driver's seat for J.J. Jackson. He's getting ready to call some Smith Station softball over on our sister station FM Talk 93.9 as they take on the Pike Grove Patriots. He'll be joining the broadcast by Braden Gentry. Power duo there. It's going to be a great, great game. Smith Station softball. VHS uh, softball coming up right after us about 5 o'clock Right here on Tiger 95.9. They'll take on the Auburn High Tigers. A little Lee County rivalry there. In a 7A and a 5A school. Yes, sir. Both teams are... Well, all three of those teams. I get, Well, I guess all four of those teams are getting ready for their area tournaments. Uh, coming up next week, Beauregard will take on Brubaker Tech in the softball area tournament next Wednesday, I believe. I, I, I Tim Sim and I Tim no, Sin and I called that matchup earlier this season. Brubaker Tech, a very very impressive softball team. And then the Smith Station Lady Panthers will take on the Auburn High Lady Tigers on Wednesday for the rights to play Central in the next round. Only three teams in that region. So it is. Uh, so Burgard will be in Tallahassee, I believe. And Smith Station will be down in Central, both of those schools hosting the area tournaments this year for winning the areas. So good luck to all the area teams and their area tournaments coming up within the next week. Good luck to all of the uh, the baseball teams in the area still playing in the state tournament. I know Beauregard baseball ended last weekend, two-game sweep to the Andalusia Bulldogs, I think is, is their name. 
um, but got swept in the first two games there. But a really good season for, uh, for Beauregard Hornets, and so we'll see them back out on the field next year, and hopefully they can go uh, continue their build and continue to be uh, get better as they keep going on. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four and locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine is how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. Before we go anywhere else in the show, I'm Brooke Childress, Brant Daughtry, Luke Flurry join me in studio. Hello. Let's go to our birthdays in sports, shall we? It's time for today's birthdays in sports. Birthdays in sports on a April twenty eighth. Got a few football birthdays for the draft today. Got a couple MLB birthdays and a golf birthday. Not a lot of golf birthdays we have, so we'll dive right in. Start out with the NFL. Turning 30 today is Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles was a three-star recruit out of high school and played college football at UCF. Go Knights! Bortles was the AAC Player of the Year as a senior at UCF, passing passing for over 3,500 yards and 25 touchdowns. He was the number three overall pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2014. Led the Jaguars to an AFC title game a few years ago. You can see what I'm currently wearing on my head. Beat them in that title game. Remember remember when that Jaguars team that should have was should open. have won a Super Bowl? It was just... Jalen Ramsey, Bouye, Calais Campbell. And that was, but Blake Bortles was the quarterback. What's the... One thing. I mean, even like still, then they should have won that game, and they only, and they, they should have like, gone. They yeah, they lost. lost. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know a fun fact? Always. JJ, I don't know if y'all know this. JJ has some of the most random jerseys in the world. I don't. He doesn't wear them a lot up at the office because they're not really. You know, you don't wear jerseys at the office that often. Yeah. He's got a Blake Bortles Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. What? Nope, he hates Why? the Jaguars. Why? He he hates the Jaguars, and he's never, you know, he does. He's not a small conference football guy. Yeah, but he's got a Blake Bortles Jaguars jersey. JJ, it's fun facts on a Thursday. Yeah, turning twenty five today as cornerback for the Cleveland Browns, Denzel Ward. Ward, very good player, was a three sport athlete in high school, playing basketball and running a track. He signed with the Ohio State University. Go Buck, guys. I almost said go Bucks, but that, that would work. In 2015, and contributed early. He was he became known as a lockdown corner in the Big Ten, and as a junior, made the All-American team. The Browns selected him fourth overall in 2018, and it was named to the All-Rookie team as two-time Pro Bowler. Denzel Ward turning 25. Was that in the same draft as Baker Mayfield? Where Baker Mayfield went one and Ward went four? I think they had two. Maybe. They had two yeah, that's, picks that sounds right. Five. Or that might have been no, it was not Miles Garrett. That was went first. It was a because Browns had back to back. Miles Garrett was the twin I want to say the twenty seventeen draft. Yeah, I want to say it went Mayfield, Barkley, Darnold, Ward. Baker Mayfield was in the was the first pick of the twenty eighteen draft. What I thought. So that is that's a bit, that's that's a couple of really solid draft. draft picks yeah. in a row from the Cleveland Browns of all teams. And what have they done with them? Well, they, they, they've ruined Baker. I or they've allowed Baker, Baker to ruin himself, I guess. I say Baker's more. We're so solid, though. <laughs> I love Baker. I think he's a really good quarterback, but he's got to get out of his own way. He can be a good quarterback in the NFL. You can win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield, but he's he's got to figure some stuff out. But Denzel Ward is turning 25 today. Those are the football birthdays on this draft Thursday. Both of those guys, very high draft picks. Mention that. Turning 29 today in the baseball world is the third baseman for the Toronto Blue Jays, Matt Chapman. 
That's right. After going undrafted out of high school, Chapman played a season at Cal State Fullerton. Does anyone know what Cal State Fullerton's mascot is? Uh, Titans. It is the Titans. Is it? All right. I was going to go Bulldogs because that's just kind of my default guess. Marsh Madness. Help me out there. He was a, as a junior at Cal State Fullerton. I was thinking Furman. They're the Monarchs. Never mind. I'll shut up. Furman. Furman is the Paladins. 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 Old Dominion's the Monarchs. There it is. Uh, He earned a first round pick in 2014. He made his major league debut in 2017 and made a reputation for himself as one of the best defensive players in the league. He's a three-time Gold Glove Award winner, a two-time Platinum Glover, one-time Defensive Player of the Year, and a one-time All-Star. Matt Chapman is 29 years old today. Any thoughts on Matt Chapman? None. Matt Chapman None. is a baseball player. You want to just talk a little bit more about that? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah, baseball player. Uh, I'll be totally honest. Go Jays. Yeah, go Jays. I have not watched the Blue Jays that much. I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. plays for them. um, And I know that their infield has grass and only a few patches of dirt, which is really really weird to me, but whatever. Um, I, I think... You know, Blue Jays are really good. Luke, Luke, please talk about Matt Chapman because I'm floundering right now. Well, good addition to the Jays. You know, they needed to complete that really solid infield with Bobache and Vlad Guerrero. That's why the Blue Jays are, I think, tied for first in the AL East. Good job treading water there, Brant. Go Jays. Uh, I was uh, sinking rapidly. Turning 39 today as a former MLB outfielder, David Freeze. He's a star high school player. Freeze declined a scholarship for Missouri. He sat out one year and eventually transferred to South Alabama. Go Jags. Jaguars. play again. He was taken in the ninth round of the 2006 draft by the Cardinals and made his debut in 2009. In 2011, he won the World Series uh, with the Cardinals and was named MVP of both the World Series and the NLCS, hitting several clutch RBIs. He retired at, as a career 277 hitter and 113 home runs. David Freeze turning 39 years old. 277, solid career. I loved watching David Freeze. I, I especially loved it because he was he went to... Um, he went to South Alabama, which was in my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so a lot of the uh, local news coverage got when that World Series was happening between the Cardinals and the uh, the Rangers was centered around David Freeze down there. So fun to watch him play. And then turning 56 years old today is a pro golfer, John Daly. You may have heard of him. Uh, my favorite pro golfer of all time. He grew up in Arkansas, idolizing Jack Nicklaus. He attended the University of Arkansas, Wu Pig, on a golf scholarship, turned pro in 1987, and was on the PGA Tour by 1989. In 1991, he won the PGA Championship. In 1995, he won the Open Championship. He, has five, he had five wins in the PGA Tour for his career, and also became the first player to average over 300 yards per drive for a full season, and only player to do so until 2003. John Daly turning 56 years old today. He is my favorite golf player because he is everything that... So everything I hate about golf, John Daly also hates about golf. Like the the snobbiness, the exclusivity, the... I get just the the reverence for what I think is a really boring sport. Um, John Daly also feels that way. And I, I love him for that. great style. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. A wonderful style. Yeah. John Day, he didn't, he, was didn't he and his he and his son get a sponsorship deal with Hooters? I think so. That's really funny to me. 
I cannot believe I want to fact check this. I, I don't know if John Daly is a good person or not, but I admire the way he carries himself. I can't believe he only won. Like he is such a well-known golfer to have only won five times on the PGA Tour. Like that is just. Wow. Is he well? Is he more well known because he's a good golfer? Or is he more well known because of his antics? I mean, he was on as the much PGA as I'm Tour. admiring for him for his antics. I mean, he was on the PGA for. I mean, it's usually when you know golfers, like golfers by name. And you're not, it's just like, who is that playing out there? You know them because they're really good. That's true. And so John Dale, I mean, he did win, you know, he did win the, uh, win a major or two. But only five wins in the tour. He won the PGA Championship, the BC Open, the Bell South Classic, the Open Championship, and the Buick Invitational are his five wins. So John Daly turning up. 56 years old. Blake Bortles, Denzel Ward, Matt Chapman, David Freeze, John Daly. Happy birthday to them. And of course, if it's your birthday in the sports call world, happy birthday to you. That is our birthdays in sports. 334-887-34 locally. Toll free one 9 tiger 9 That's how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. We head to our second break of the hour. When we return, James from Montgomery is on the phone line. We'll get to him right after this. Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. I'm Sammy Coates, former Auburn football player and all-SEC wide receiver, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Thursday rolls on. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Luke Flurry, Brant Daughtry in the studio. Luke Flurry's last day here. So sad. He's been here for so long. You fake cry really well. I, it's not fake, Brant. <laughs> it's not fake if you know I think it, the, I think the only time soul. it wasn't actually fake is when Javon left. I think you actually got choked up a little bit. I always get choked up. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four and locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine is how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. If you missed yesterday's show, you probably missed the interview with Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post. That's posted on our podcast feed. Also on our, you can get a link to that on our Twitter page at Sports Call AU. The NFL Draft first round tonight. Really good talk yesterday. The guys did had with Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post. First time we had him on the program. Sure, he'll be back 
very, very soon to talk more. Talked a lot about the Falcons. I know that's a big local interest around the area. So Yeah, we'll, and uh, he, if you missed the interview and you don't want to listen and you just kind of want a quick synopsis, one, recommend going listen to it. It's a really good interview. But if you just want a quick synopsis, we asked him about the Falcons, and he just kind of shrugged and said, they need all the help they can get, <laughs> which is pretty true. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jerry Brewer not pulling any punches, but, I mean, he's he's right. The Falcons are bad. They have a bad roster. They need help. So we'll see what the Falcons do tonight in the draft. And another team that we'll see what they do in the draft is the favorite team of our next caller. The Dallas Cowboys tonight have one first-round pick. And our next caller, which is... James from Montgomery. Is very interested in the Dallas Cowboys, and we bring him on right now. James, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm good at War Eagle. War Eagle. Yes, I know the NFL draft is tonight, and yes, we do have that first-round draft pick in the 20th uh, spot. So I'm just trying to see um, what we're what we're actually going to be looking at on our Dallas Cowboys uh, war room draft board, and I'm looking at some great, great guys that we might take in the first round. We might trade up tonight. We might trade down. But it it could be a toss up for the Dallas Cowboys because I mean we really do have a great uh, wide receiver in um, Ezekiel Elliott. We do. I mean a running back in Ezekiel Elliott. We have a really good um, a, a really good guy from Penn State in Michael Parsons. But he really needs somebody to like to actually you know be on that other side of him as well so that way he can actually uh, get somebody else like somebody else from uh, Penn State as well just to just to uh, actually put put under his wing as well because I know we really do need a lot of guys in that first round draft pick for tonight. So who is, is there a specific player that you want to see the Cowboys draft tonight? Um, yes, because I mean, I'm, I'm actually looking, um, I'm, I've been looking since, you know, since the, uh, the week, like the, the upcoming weeks, you know, the upcoming weeks to the draft. And I've been looking on our Dallas Cowboys. I've been looking on my Dallas Cowboys draft board and I've been, you know, trying to see who would be a really good fit for uh, Dak Prescott and, and seeing if the Cowboys would win a Super Bowl this year as well. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be some, some great guys coming out of the SEC or the Pac-12 or the Big Ten, just to name a few guys out there. And I think I've made my final decision probably around like 12.01 or 12.02 in the morning. And I got this guy from Mississippi State. I think it's Sam um, Mark, if I'm pronouncing his name right, correctly. Uh Uh-huh. He's like from Mississippi State, and he's uh, he's from Montgomery. Okay, so you you want that kind of local connection on your Cowboys? Yes, yes, I would. I would like to have a a guy from Montgomery as well that that played at Mississippi State as well because I mean we haven't had any anybody in in draft in Dallas Cowboys history that came out of out of great state like Alabama as well out of the state of Montgomery because I mean we if 
the Cowboys roster, if you look at the roster and you put in um, the history of the Dallas Cowboys and actually putting on their roster, you'll pull up all the guys that played um, with the Dallas Cowboys that that actually played or that actually came out of Montgomery, Alabama as well. It's a lot of guys that, that played in, in the Dallas Cowboys franchise over the years. What would you say if the uh, the Cowboys went offensive line here for the draft? Because I've seen seen a lot of uh, a lot of mock drafts that have them taking an offensive lineman. Well, if we do pick an offensive lineman, we might we might as well pick like a guy from uh, Liberty or uh, let's see another school that's out there that's really good with uh, good linemen. Um, probably Georgia. Or Alabama, just to name a few, off that off that list as well. So you want to you you either want an Alabama offensive lineman, a Georgia offensive lineman, or a Liberty offensive lineman. One of those three. Yeah, one of those three uh, offensive linemen would be a really good fit as well. And um, we we don't need a quarterback right now because we um, we're actually keeping Dak Prescott because he just uh, resigned his contract on the off season as well. So he has a full off se- he has a full contract for um, I think four year is a four year contract with the Dallas Cowboys as well. So y'all aren't looking for a quarterback just yet for the Cowboys. No, not yet. So we're we're going to keep uh, Dak Prescott until his retirement sometime real soon in the near future as well. You said you may want a Penn State guy for the uh, to go with uh, Micah Parsons. Would you like to get uh, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver from Penn State? Um, yes, I think uh, I think Dotson. I think he's a really good fit for Micah Parsons, and both of them they're they're a great teammate. They played in Penn State, so I think they would. I think he would be a really good fit for uh, Michael. He would be a really good fit for uh, Michael Parsons to actually uh, put, you know, his teammate and his roommate from Penn State under his wing, so that way he could, you know, learn from from the legendary uh, um, person himself, Michael Parsons, as well, and actually show him the ropes. For for um, a rookie, uh, you know, uh, incoming rookie that that's uh, that doesn't know uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, roster that well. A lot of different ways the uh, the Cowboys could go with the draft tonight with their first pick. The twenty fourth pick in the draft tonight are the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll see what happens there. What else you got on our on your mind today, James? Well, um, with the NFL draft tonight, I'm actually looking at uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, see who they're going to be picking as well, because I think that is uh, one of our good friends. I guess that's uh, Tom Peavy. I think he's a... Uh, Ryan LaVoy. Yeah, I know he's going to be uh, looking at um, at that on um, when their when their uh, when his team comes up. I'm going to just see um, who they're going to be picking as well. Yeah, so they're, I know they're one of the teams that could get that uh, could get Jahan Dotson. That there's they're looking at you know they're they're drafting for depth basically again uh, with with the type, with type of team that they've got. So Jahan Dotson, I've seen a couple of mock drafts where they're taking him. Uh, so maybe y'all can be able to grab him before the Bucks get him. Yes, as well because um, like at the like the first three 
spots in the draft at the top. Um, I've got at number two for the Detroit Lions, I have Malik Willis going number two overall. Wow. Um, yes, it has in NFL football history, there hasn't been a number two uh, round draft pick since 1956. So this is going to be Malik Willis. First time ever playing with the Detroit Lions, so I think he's a really good fit for Matt, uh, Matt Stafford. And you know, well, I know Matthew Stafford now. He plays with the Super Bowl champs, uh, the uh, Los Angeles Rams. So with his old team, um, that Matthew Stafford extra left. I know uh, Malik Willis is really going to get the Detroit Lions a Super Bowl win. So. I think they need a good uh, chance and Malik Willis to actually give them, uh, he can give them that chance to to make a, a good run to the Super Bowl this year. So you think the, uh, the Lions are done with Jared Goff? Yes. Yes, because Jared Goff, he's not what they, he's not what they really need this year because he's, I mean, Jared Goff, he has like injuries, season He's the injuries, and he's injury-prone, so I think it's time for them to, like, you know, let him go and probably get somebody better that's young, fast, and mobilized on on that team as well. So I think Malik Willis would be a really good fit for the Detroit Lions as well. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of mock drafts have him going a little bit lower, but, yeah, I think that that could be a possible move tonight. What else you got for us today, James? Well, I'm actually going to be um, seeing a lot of NBA uh, playoff finals and seeing who's going to win tonight. Um, I'm going to see what the um, Milwaukee Bucks are going to be doing uh, tonight and uh, seeing if they're going to keep uh, keep their season uh, going. And um, I think I think that at the end of the day, I think it would be the Milwaukee Bucks meeting up with the Minnesota, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies in the um, playoffs as well. So I think those two teams would actually meet up in the playoffs uh, this coming up um, week as well. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks just punched their ticket to the next round last night by beating the the Chicago Bulls in five games. So tonight it's the uh, Philadelphia 76ers versus the Raptors. And you've also got the Suns and the Pelicans and the Mavericks and the Jazz. Your Dallas Mavericks play at 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah, so I'm actually going to be seeing if we're if we're going to actually um, hold off on actually winning. So this is a huge, huge game right here. This is game six of game seven. So I think if we win game six, this is our moment to actually win game six of game seven. So if we win game six, uh, game seven will already be taken care of with tonight's game. So if we win in Utah, this is it. This is this is a, a done deal. This is a wrap, and we'll just have to sit back and wait for whoever will play in the playoffs as well. Yeah, uh, Philadelphia can close out their series tonight with a win. The Suns can close out their series tonight with a win, and your Mavericks can close out their series tonight with a win. None of those, if the 76ers, Suns, and Mavericks all win tonight, there will not be a Game 7 in any of those series. So really, really some interesting games going on in the NBA action tonight. <laughs> 
Yes, as well, because I will be watching um, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and uh, the Toronto Raptors. So I have uh, Philadelphia actually winning, and I'm pretty sure I haven't seen a Dallas Maverick uh, Philadelphia matchup since. So if it comes down to that, I think they might play in the playoffs as well. And then, uh, well, Tomorrow would be my Dallas Stars actually playing against the Anaheim Ducks. So we are one win away from going into the playoff, uh, into the Stanley Cup playoff. So it will be um, a really good win for the Dallas Stars to actually win and uh, host that uh, big trophy that we that we so called acclaimed as well because we really do need it as well. Well, I think the Stars locked up a spot in the playoffs last night. With the uh, Even though they lost in overtime, they were able to lo- lock up a playoff spot last night. So they'll play the, they will play the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow night, but they're already into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, so we'll just have to see um, who will be um, that meeting up in the playoffs when that time comes on Thursday. So I'll just have to see how the playoff standings um, come out as well. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see when once that bracket is all done and who's going to play who in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. It's going to be really, really, uh, really interesting to see. You got anything else before we have to let you go, James? Yeah, because I'm actually going to be looking at uh, the Texas Rangers and seeing who we're going to um, be playing uh, sometime real soon because I know we do have some couple of games next week, so I'll just have to see. Um, who will be playing on our schedule. So I think we do have a game today. I'm not quite sure. But it's going to be kind of hard to see how we're going to stand, how how the Texas Rangers are going to stand in for the the remainder of the season as well. And then I will be watching for the first time ever since the pandemic, I will be watching my Dallas Wings and seeing if we're going to win at home and seeing some of the new uh, draftees uh, that actually came to the to the Dallas Wings as well, and I will be actually be able to see one of the Auburn great legends, Unique Thompson, will be playing with my Dallas Wings this season coming in. So I'll be rooting for her when I actually get a chance to see her. Uh, Dallas Wings debut coming up real shortly, real soon. That sounds like a great. Uh, you're gonna have some great times to watch. Uh, watch your Dallas Wings. Watch the Texas Rangers. The Rangers actually play the Braves this weekend, James. So it'll be the Braves and the Rangers starting tomorrow after or tomorrow night from te- uh, from Globe Life Field out there in Anna or in uh, Arlington, Texas. Well, James, we got to let you go. Thank you so much for calling in today, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, sounds good, and War Eagle. War Eagle, that is James from Montgomery joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line, and that is going to take us to the top of our hour break. 334-887-34 on locally, toll-free, 888-9-TIGER-9. That's how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. We head to the top of the hour break, which features our Auburn Sports Today with Brad Law, a Braves Radio Network update, and the Tiger Communications Sports Report on a shortened show. This afternoon, we come back. More sports call after this.
One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second half hour of Sports Call starts right now. I guess third half hour of Sports Call. Second would be the second hour, but we have only got half an hour of show left. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Brant Daughtry and Luke Flurry. A Thursday afternoon. Short show today because Beauregard High School softball is coming up right after we are done. Right here on Tiger 95.9. The Hornets are on the road taking on the Auburn High Tigers this afternoon. Barry Blanchard and Cam Barry will have the call in just a little bit. Meanwhile, on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9, Smith Station High School softball will have a game this afternoon. They'll take on the Pike Road Patriots down in Smith Station. J.J. Jackson and Braden Gentry have the call of that one. That is where J.J. Jackson is this afternoon. He's not talking on air right now, as I am doing. He is getting ready to call that game this afternoon. For He'll Smith be Station. on air later. Yep, and just about just about an hour from now when they get underway. First pitch is set for 5 o'clock Central, 6 Eastern down there in Smith Station. So if you're on your way to either of those games, <laughs> glad you're tuning in. We'll keep you company for just a little bit. Ronald Acuna Jr. returns to the Braves' starting lineup tonight. It's about an hour ago. They released the starting lineups. The Atlanta Braves did. Ronald Acuna will hit first, play right field. Matt Olson will be uh, batting second. Austin Riley batting third. Ozuna doing the DHing tonight. Ronald Acuna will also do some DH uh, during his working back into the lineup here for the Braves. Ozzie Albies will bat fifth. That's a change in the lineup. Moving him down the lineup a little bit. Travis Darnell will do the catching about six. Adam Duvall in center field. Travis Demerit in left field. And Dansby Swanson will be at shortstop. Kyle Wright takes the bump tonight for the Atlanta Braves. Serious finale against the Chicago Cubs. You can listen to that game. About 6.20 Central. First pitch time over on our sister station, AM 1230 WAUD. As we go through here, we take your phone calls here for a little bit. 334-887-341 locally. Toll free one triple eight nine tiger 9 That's how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. We will run through as we continue on this, uh, this Thursday afternoon on the shortened show. Let's go through. We like to do this every so often and get an update on our monthly predictions. Are you looking for a sure bet at what's going to happen this month? Well, then don't listen to these guys. It's Sports Call's monthly predictions. Monthly predictions for Sports Call for the month of April. We're rapidly approaching the end of the month, which means that we'll have May monthly predictions. I believe JJ sent those out a little bit earlier today. I've got to He fill, did? I still need to fill mine out uh, here in the coming hours, days, weeks, I guess not weeks, but days, uh, on that. And so looking at this past month in the Sports Call Monthly Prediction world, 
we had a we had a few questions. Um, come up, a couple of them are NFL draft related. Starting off, which golfer will win the 2022 Masters tournament? Nobody picked that one correctly. It was Scotty Scheffler. Uh, I believe we had one Colin Morikawa, which was Bill Bailey. We had one Tiger Woods. Had one Will Zalatoris. Not everyone. Not a lot of people picked the set. Well, two Will Zalatoris's. I picked them, and Austin picked them. Javon Cutler picked uh, John Rom. Brant, you took Brooks Kepka. Ryan yes, Lloyd took Brooks Kepka. JJ took Jordan Spieth, and Tom Peavy took Bryson DeChambeau. A couple of those guys did not make the cut. Uh, Will Zalatoris was in the running for a little bit, but he kind of fell off there, and then. We know what happened, who actually won. Yeah, Scotty just kind of ran away with it. He did. Um, next, who will win? Who will have the most rushing yards in the 2022 Auburn football A-Day game? A couple people said Jordan Ingram. A couple people said Sean Jackson. A few people said Tank Bigsby. Who was was it Sean Jackson that it was had the Sean most? Jackson, yep. So right I, now, I think like 20. <laughs> not a lot of running in that game. Uh, there was a, there's the attempts though. That was one of the uh, issues that a lot of people had with the spring game is that did not get the running game going as much. Cam Berry, Brent Daughtry, JJ Jackson, and Austin Scott all will receive a point for that one when we come uh, at the end of May or at the end of April here. How many SEC games will Auburn softball win in April? We got a few eights, a few seven, or one set, you know, a couple sevens, a few sixes, and a few fives. Auburn softball. They won two out of three against Mississippi State. You've got two games coming up against Georgia before the month is out. And then what else did, has Auburn softball done here in the month? They've dropped. They've got swept by Arkansas yes. at the beginning of the month. Yes. So that's at least – so they've got two wins in the SEC. Um, let me see if I can pull this up here and, you know, better, be better prepared for this, Brooks, if you're going to do a segment. Um, as I scroll all the way to April, they have – they won one against Florida. They won two against Mississippi State, so that is three. And so you can get up to five if you win the first two against Georgia. Bill Bailey has picked five. I have picked five, and those are the only two people. So everybody else will not get a point. The only two people that are available to get a point now are me and Bill, but has to win the first two games against Georgia. Who will be the first quarterback selected in the 2022 NFL Draft? Uh, first half of the list here is everyone saying Malik Willis. The second half is saying Kenny Pickett. I picked Malik Willis. You picked Malik Willis, Brent. I did. And then I'll ever, uh, JJ, Ryan, Tom, Austin were the, the guys that picked Kenny Pickett to be the first one. Uh, how many total points will be scored in the 2022 men's basketball Final Four games plus the NCAA title games? Do we remember what uh, what that number was? Uh, I believe 350 is what I said. Javon and I both said, no, Javon and I said, both said 345, and the correct answer was 350. So three, the correct answer was 350. Uh, you actually said 450 on your point totals. Tom Peavy had 368 points. What, what, which question are we talking about? Total points scored in the two Final Four games and the NCAA tournament title game. Yeah, I got that question right. I was five off. So it was 455 or 435 because you we've got it written down. Javon and I were both off by five. We had the same answer on the website. You both have 450 points listed. And the correct answer was what you said. 350. Okay. Well, so apparently it is 445. All right. So Javon. I don't remember. We this. This was so long ago. (laughs) 
I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Oh, my gosh. A team, uh, moving on the monthly predictions update, the question that we will remember, which team will won the 2022 Men's Basketball NCAA title? It was Kansas. I and Tom Peavy and Austin Scott got that correct. You, Brant, picked Villanova. Yeah, I did. Um, and they did not make the the NCAA. No, they the no, they four. did not. Uh, and then which, No, they made the Final Four. Did they? Yeah. Did it was because they got blown out by North Carolina. Not North Carolina, by Kansas. They got blown out by oh, Kansas. Oh, true, true, true. Missed that. Uh, who will win the NCAA Women's Basketball NCAA title? One, two, three, four, five people said UConn. One, two, three, four people said South Carolina. I was one of the ones that said South Carolina. Brant, you said UConn. Paige Beckers was calling to me. Uh, Bill Bailey, myself, Javon Cutler, and Tom Peavy all said South Carolina. Which player win, will win the most outstanding player of the men's final four? I believe that was Ochai Abaji. It was. And I was the, nope, Tom Peavy and Austin Scott also got it correct. I got it as well correct. Uh, number nine, how many Auburn football players will be drafted in the 2022 NFL draft? We'll have to see how that comp- plays Starts out. Starts tonight. The lowest number was Tom Peavy with one. The highest number was Bill and Cam both saying five Auburn football players will be drafted in that. That's, that's weird. That's weird because we talk all the time. On the optimistic side, I feel like Cam Berry is one of the most optimistic people in the office. Like the side that he roots for is going to have the the most good things happen for yeah. them. Bill Bailey is on the exact opposite end of the spectrum as far as optimism. That's He's, right. He is realistic to a fault, I think. And this isn't me talking trash about either of them. This is just kind of the way they operate. Bill has always been more negative. Cam has always been more positive. Bill Bill kind of went, went against his... Uh, his usual judgment here. He must have looked at some promising mock drafts for the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, we, because you know how right those always are. And then the last question on the monthly predictions, who hits the first home run of the season for the Atlanta Braves? I believe it was Ozzie Albies, wasn't it? It was Austin Riley. Oh, it was Austin Riley. So one, two, two people got that correct. That is Cam Berry and Javon Cutler. Yeah. You said Ozzie Albies. I guess Ozzie. JJ said Ozzie. Uh, Bill Bailey said Matt Olson. I said Travis Darno. Uh, Ryan said Matt Olson as well. Adam Scott, uh, Austin Scott said Adam Duvall. And then Tom Peavy said Ronald Acuna Jr. So I guess he thought that the Braves would not hit a home run until May, which was the current timeline. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> and that is a look at our monthly predictions. We'll see what the final standings are for the month of April. I guess on Sunday we'll get the, those results, or Monday we'll get those results, and then we will find out where we stand and we get a look at the May monthly predictions. Let's head to our first break and our only break of the half hour. When we come back, we wrap up the show right after this. Also during this break, make sure you listen in to the Tiger Communications weather update with Ryan LaVoy right after this. Sports Call is on the air weekdays from 3 until 6 p.m. If you are currently driving in a four-door sedan, roll up the windows and turn up the radio. We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. 
I'm Corey Grant, former Auburn football and NFL running back, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Final segment of the show. I'm Brooke Shoulders, joined by Brant Daughtry and Luke Flurry on this Thursday afternoon. Beauregard High School softball versus Auburn High. Softball coming up right after we are done here. Ken Berry, Barry Blanchard on the call for that one. You can listen to that one, as I said, right here on Tiger 95.9. Right after this, Beauregard's gearing up for the 5A area tournament. They'll take on Brew Baker Tech next week. I think it's a Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. I actually think it's Thursday. I think they play Thursday, Friday. And the 7A, which Smith Station is a part of, is going to play Wednesday, Friday. They're going to have a day off in between. But the area tournament's coming up for softball. Good luck to all the area teams as we get geared up for that one. As we are wrapping up the show here, it is an NFL Draft Thursday. Usually... Every year we have a sports call mock draft that we do this year because of the shortened show. Not able to get that done this year, but uh, it's always been fun to sit around and have the little mock draft and act like we're the GMs drafting in that mm. position, where we want to go, what we wanna, what position we want to take. So instead of that, Luke, this is your last, last time mm-hmm. with us. So you said you were a Falcons fan, so I want to get to your quick takes on what you want the Falcons to do, not, not necessarily just tonight, Obviously, want to hear what you think, what you want them to do tonight. But as the draft as a whole, what you want the Falcons to do? Right now, Falcons sitting at the eighth pick. I think it's either come down to they're going to go receiver or D line. Now, who would I want first from the D line? Ah, it depends on who's going to be available. I've seen a couple mock drafts that said Kayvon's going to fall, but I, I don't think that's going to happen whatsoever. Um, when it comes to receiver. I'm really a fan of Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind this thing. I'm not sure how I feel about Drake London. You know, coming out of the Pac-12, not a strong conference conference last year. Also, I, it really sucks. I really, I really would want Jameson Williams. Yeah. We also just towards ACL, so that plays a big factor into it. So the Falcons, I I wouldn't mind receiver. I I like Garrett Wilson because I mean I I can't go with the Falcons with their main receiver being a tight end in Kyle Pitts because I think right now who else we have a receiver like Zacchaeus Alameda Zacchaeus I think is the only other guy who's Frank Darby I mean I'm not going to watch Falcons games if those are two (laughs) receivers especially with the fact that we never really throw to Kyle Pitts we throw to him maybe four times a game four or five times a game you have to get him more involved and I think getting a receiver at number eight especially I think will be the first team to take a receiver in the draft I think the Falcons should should do that, get that offense going, and work on the defense later later throughout the draft. Do you want what, if the if they were to take a quarterback? Because that I know the GM Fontenot has said they may come out of this draft yeah. with a quarterback. Is there a name that you would like to see them draft? I don't know if you're necessarily if, a first round draft guy with this year's quarterbacks. No, I wouldn't take a quarterback first round pick. But I think I wouldn't mind taking a quarterback maybe with our. Um, I think it was a pick in like late fifties. Uh-huh. Their second second round pick. I wouldn't mind taking someone like Desmond Ritter. Okay. Who can he watching at Cincinnati last year? He looked like a team leader. You know, a very experienced guy at the college level. I wouldn't mind taking someone like Ritter. Maybe if Sam Howell's still there. I think either of those guys 
I would I wouldn't mind taking. So we'll see what the Falcons do tonight. We'll see what everybody does tonight. As a Patriots fan, I hope we go with a skill position on offense because we need some of those. But I've got a feeling we're going to go offensive line, and I'll just have to uh, cry a little bit when I know who our wide receivers are going to be this year. On that note, as we wrap up the show, let's get to our nightly TV guide. Our show is about to end, but we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's nightly TV guide. Nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends over at Coca-Cola. Movie picks for the evening for you. Neither of these will make you cry. Six o'clock on Disney Channel. That's right, Disney Channel. If you got tonight, The Incredibles. From oh, Pixar. good movie. Disney Pixar's The Incredibles, the Great first movie. one. That's at six. Then at six thirty on E. Something for the adults. Step Brothers, starring John C. Riley and Plus. Will Ferrell. Hilarious movie. It's also like, a great movie. It is the Catalina wine mixer, folks. <laughs> Sports picks for you this evening. It's 6 o'clock on ESPN DOS. That's two for our English-speaking audience. Oklahoma State takes on Florida State in some women's college softball. That's two top five teams going at it in the softball world. Huge, huge game there. Uh, also tonight, NBA action for you. First-round matchups on TNT starting at 6.30 with the Suns and the Pelicans. Game six there. Devin Booker going to give it a go tonight, looks like. And then later tonight at 9 o'clock on TNT, the Mavericks take on the Jazz. Both of these teams, are, or both these games, as I said, game six. Mavericks win, Suns win. Both of those series are over. If the Pelicans slash Jazz win, we go to a game seven in those series. College baseball action for you tonight. Texas A&M, I don't know why I said it like that, but Texas A&M takes on Vanderbilt. Six or seven o'clock on ESPNU. And at 8 o'clock on ESPN2, you've got the Professional Fighters League. you got some Pro League MMA action. And, of course, the NFL Draft at 7 o'clock on ESPN, ABC, the NFL Network. they got you covered everywhere that you can watch the NFL Draft. We'll hear... Hope to hear Roger McCurry's name called tonight. May have to wait till tomorrow night to hear an Auburn Tiger called. And then, of course, the Atlanta Braves back in action tonight at 620 on Bally Sports Southeast as the Chicago Cubs and the Atlanta Braves wrap up their three-game series with Ronald Acuna Jr. returning to the Braves lineup, batting Let's lead go, off right field. Ronald Acuna Jr. My Braves boy. Send Kyle Wright to the mound. My favorite boy. Hoping that they can get a their first series win of the year. Dude, Kyle Wright with uh, an ERA under two right now. He is dealing. He has been impressive. Kid is a stud. He's been impressive early, so hopefully he can continue his winning ways. And that is a look at your nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends over at Coca-Cola. And that is just going to just about do it for the show. Luke, thank you so much for being here. We've enjoyed having you this semester. We hope you only say nice things about us to your, <laughs> your classmates and don't tell them some of the things that have happened. Oh, yeah, it's been a good experience to come and see what it's like in the sports media business been real fun we are gl- happy that you were here we're glad that you decided to not run away after the first week of being here mm-hmm. and we cannot wait to see what you do in your future endeavors and your future career and we hope you have good things big things happen to you go off and maybe work at espn maybe work at fox sports one of the big ones and obviously don't forget about the little guys back here calling Beauregard high school baseball and softball that's going to do it for us on this Thursday. I'm Brooks Childress, Luke Fleury, Brent Daughtry. 
Sports Call. We'll be back on your airwaves tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock as we lead you into Auburn softball versus Georgia. Big weekend coming up. We'll get you prepared for that. Get you prepared for Auburn baseball on the road at number one Tennessee. And, of course, we'll wrap up night one of the NFL draft. For Luke Fleury and Brant Daughtry, I'm Brooks Childress. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.